0: Hi, everybody. Welcome uh, along to another episode of the Unorthodox podcast.
1: This is a podcast about Christian podcasts. With the explosion of Christian podcasts, particularly now that we can't um, worship together, podcasts have taken up that space. And so we want to help you weed through and make recommendations so that you can use your time wisely as you listen to Christian podcasts.
0: As such, today we are going to um, review and dig into the Ask N.T. Wright Anything podcast. And this is hosted on the Premier Network, where you can find it on all the... Um, everywhere that you get your podcasts. And, um, and who is N.T. Wright?
1: <laughs> N.T. Wright is... Well needs no introduction, except I guess he does. Um, he's a celebrated Bible scholar. He's um, basically the, the foremost authority on New Testament. He's a research professor of New Testament and Early Christianity at the University of St. Andrews in Scotland, um, and he is just a delight to listen to.
0: Yeah, he was a bishop in the Anglican Church for a long time in Durham, Durham I believe, and yeah, he it's written tons tons of books uh there was a quote about him that goes he is uh the mod uh the 21st century's paul's 21st century greatest interpreter <laughs> so because that explains and encapsulate the depth of work and knowledge of the new testament and in particular uh of the apostle paul that nt wright has and um and so let us get into it. What what episode did you listen to? I mean, we we both listened to the introductory, but
1: yeah, I listened to um, seven and a half. I got about halfway through one um, over the last few days. The I listened to episodes one, two, six, seven, twenty five, forty five, forty seven, and forty eight. Oh wow! Um, so yeah, so they ranged from. Um, God, Heaven and the Kingdom of God, um, Sacrifice, Crucifixion and Atonement. There were two about women and leadership and uh, preaching. There was one about when Christians lose their faith, what happens then. Um, And then there was uh, one that was really interesting about big questions from and about children that I found uh, with my background, I found that to be um, really helpful. And then Bible Infallibility, and Sola Scriptura.
0: Yeah, and so you know, one thing that I found interesting about and, and I, I listen to, a, probably not as many as you listen to, but <laughs> uh, I listen to quite a few of the podcasts, and the thing that is wonderful about the podcast is that they're about, you know, probably 30 minutes long, mm-hmm. and each of them are standalone, and yeah, a bunch of people from all over the world send in questions to the Ask N.T. um Right website and they and they sift through them and then they have uh, a certain theme for each podcast, obviously for for each episode and and so in in the one that I listen to, I mean, I listen to the to one on on sacrifice and crucifixion and evangelism and and uh, to come to the point of what you were talking about in what what um, what's talk to you out on the children one particularly and considering your background and, and if you can explain a little bit of your about your background and then sure. talk about. Uh.
1: So my background is a lot of children and family ministry, um, mostly from writing curriculum and being a resource for those who are in children's ministry. And then, of course, I've volunteered and taught Sunday school and worked with church camps and all these different things. Um, and, oh, it was like he was echoing something that I have said, or perhaps I've echoed what he is thinking, that if you mess up a child's theology when they're five, then it's going to be really, really difficult for a pastor to change that when they are 45. Mm. Um, and Those are my words. He said it way more eloquently than that. But the idea is that we tend to misteach scripture and misrepresent theology and doctrine to children because we think that they cannot understand things. Um, And then we have this big mess when they go to seminary or they get further in their own personal Bible study or worse when they don't. Mm -hmm. And they just live on what they had learned as little children that might not have been accurate. Um, And then they're confronted with that later.
0: Yeah, that, that that is so true. Cause there, it's probably not in that particular context that he brought this up. But there was someone that asked a question, and kind of jokingly asked N.T. if if he should update his uh, his theology. And N.T. And like it chuckled a little, and then he said, "Well." Then he kind of like contextualized and explained, you know, how uh, learned people do. <laughs> and then he explained, and then he then the uh, the host asks him, he says, well, so should he update his theology? Then N.T. Wright is like, well, yeah, he should probably think of updating his theology. I found that very, very funny. So he's very personable. And and um, and yes, you're right. So what is, uh, how has that, uh, or what in particular the- uh do you think just if you can point to one thing? I know there's so many things that can. Yeah. block We we were all young once, and then we all yeah. grew up. So, <laughs> what is what is something? Because uh, in seminary school, there's a there's a lady that came in to give a talk once in, in one of our classes, and, and she said um, she had to um, she she struggled a lot when she grew older with her childhood Jesus because now she met her grown-up Jesus. And the grown-up oh, wow. Jesus wasn't the same as her childhood Jesus. So uh, what, what in particular, if we can get a little more specific uh, about? One of,
1: the, one of the questions, or actually several of the questions in that particular episode centered around um, heaven and hell. And what heaven will be, where it will be, how do you get there? You know, these are questions that children ask. And um, in a lot of churches, particularly when you have this idea of making a profession of faith and then now you're saved, there's all of that language that goes on. Um, And those are not words that are normal in in a child's vocabulary, right, outside of church. So it leads kids to ask, well, where is heaven, and Mm. how will I know I'm there, and what will it be like, and, you know, was, one of the questions asked was, um, was Jesus lonely before he was born? You know, because the parent had tried to explain that Jesus always was, well, in their mind, they're lonely if they're by themselves, so surely Jesus, so then that led into a discussion about the Trinity and that sort of thing. But one of the ones that, um, that he talked about pertaining to the place of heaven, he explained that um, maybe we shouldn't be talking about it in terms of you're going to go to this place
0: mm.
1: because it's not really a place that we know how to get there as in how a child's mind understands. Instead, it might be better to use the passages that describe what happens there um, you know, the idea of that there will be no more weeping, there will, you know, pain, those types of things. Yeah, yeah. And this, the, the host, um, Justin, I believe is his name, he explained that when trying to use this type of language to, to talk to his child about it, now the child wants to know, well, when will we get to, when is this place going to be, this place of no tears, because even a little child understands tears and pain and loneliness and illness, you know, whatever. So now they're not looking to go to a place. Now they're looking for, well, when will that time come? They're looking at it as more of a fulfillment of something instead of a place to go to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's I, I, when I listened to the, the episodes that I did, one thing that kept on sticking out to me was his depth of knowledge
1: Oh,
0: on, yeah. on every single question yeah. you ask yeah. um, obviously if you've done this for more than 30 years you are <laughs> you're gonna be aware of a little uh, of a few things but one thing that he always talked to was how he liked to contextualize and he would contextualize and he would make sure that we understood exactly what was happening during that time as they were thinking about a scripture and that's something that um so as as they were living their lives and what has become scripture for us
1: mm-hmm.
0: one thing that he talked about i oh, talked, talked about a few things that stuck to me but one is the notion of heaven and being uh um being a place where uh where god where where god resides is where um the heaven and the earth meet and yeah. and the imagery of that was like the temple right and so uh, but but when Jesus was talking about how he's going to destroy, you know, there's this scene that he sets up. It's like Jesus, as somebody was talking about, oh, that's a beautiful temple. And then Jesus is like, well, it's going to come down in three days. or <laughs> Something like that, right? And so it's just to explain this, he's kind of like showing how Jesus was also saying that, hey, he is going to be that temple and And as we know, Paul even comes and reiterates this and says that we are now the body of Christ and we are, you know, we as followers of Christ have now become part of a a certain body of Christ and that is a temple, right? And so, but even beyond that, so it's like updating our theology because a lot of the times, one thing that you you realize in church is everybody, heaven is like, but buying a plane ticket to go to somewhere and mm-hmm. salvation is that ticket and you have already bought that ticket. So you're just waiting to board the plane, right? So we're kind of just waiting and waiting and waiting. But if you read, especially how he contextualizes and he explains it, he, he talks about how, well, Jesus is going to come back and he's going to reign. You know, the dead will be alive in Christ. And so he he's just like, I'm not making this up. This is just scripture, right? And one one. Part that I kind of geeked out uh, was the uh, when the uh, the the host wanted to explain to people that couldn't see what was happening is that N.T. Mm-hmm. wright was reading <laughs> in the Greek and yeah. I was just like that's funny <laughs> <laughs> that's like, so he was reading in the Greek but he was translating it into in English to enter to the podcast and I was like okay. that is that is very funny. So what else stuck out to you?
1: Well, I I like that he was so accessible. I mean, he just, no questions. Of course, we don't know the, you know, the amount of questions and whatever. But the questions that were on the pipe, there was no, oh gosh, really, we had this again? You know, it was, he seemed very interested in understanding where people were, what they're interested to know. And then not using these big seminary words, Um, he just talked. And it, it was just really, it was pleasant and it was, Um, like I said, it was very, very accessible and the answers were brief. Some of them I wish were longer, but, um, but yeah, he, it's just, it's, he seems like somebody who really cares about helping people understand more and giving them more of a basis for their faith instead of just, oh, just believe it because the Bible says it. Yeah. He, He just seems really like he really wants to bring the Bible, um, to you and help you figure out what it meant when it was originally happening all these things were happening and then what does that mean now and and how do we how do we you know respect and honor and um and understand those things
0: yeah as as you say that i I remember uh in in one of the episodes he, he he Talks about especially I, I think it's uh, the one of females in the church right mm-hmm. um in like church leadership you know and um and he talks about how people use uh like uh, like three verses right and then they create an entire doctrine of those three verses and it's there's no room for argument on those right uh, mm-hmm. and and I found that interesting because and then he 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 assumes them to be right. Right. And he goes through it, right? And he says, well, that that doesn't connect with what we're seeing here, right? With what contextually Paul was talking about during that time when he said these things that he said and how it is going against a, a culture that already existed, right? And so, I mean, he does that a lot with so many things that could be hot-button topics in the church. And um, yeah, and and i I just found that as you said, very very accessible and very easy to understand for uh for anybody for any level of you know of education whatsoever yeah. You can, yeah this is this this is um a wonderful podcast to to help so would you recommend this podcast to people
1: yes absolutely
0: and to who in particular would you recommend this to yeah you know,
1: i would um I, I would recommend this to people who to people who have any kind of questions, and I would even say this would be an interesting podcast for atheist friends who have questions um, or people who maybe have been wounded by you know or teaching uh, bad doctrine. I, I just really feel like it is it's 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 just if you have questions. Yeah. You know, and it's not a podcast where you really needed to listen to the ones before, even though some of them do build on others, they're always quick to point out, like the two on the women in church leadership and preaching, um, they would refer back in the second one back to the first one, but they wouldn't just say, go back and listen to that. They would do a quick recap. And if you want more information, go back, you know, um, but yeah, I, you could just really just pick any of these topics that were interesting to you. Um, but I would warn you that probably you're going to pick one and then you're going to go down this big rabbit hole. And then like four hours later, you're still listening to NT, right? Answer other people's questions. Um, and, and I think I would also encourage people to go to the website. And if you have a question, ask the question because probably you're not the only one that has that question. Yeah. Uh, and there's a place on the website for you to do that.
0: You know, one thing that kept on going through my mind, because i i listened to about as you said like probably a few hours (laughs) of the podcast driving you know because i I live very far from a lot of things so but in my mind what i started thinking was who could i recommend this to and i thought to pastors oh yeah because pastors we tend to be tend to like Perpetuate some of those bad theology, in my right. in in my uh, estimation, and we keep on perpetuating it. You can perpetuate, you can perpetuate all this theology that, uh, and and I say that because um, somebody was was trying to compare and contrast you know, on on the evangelism episode that he talks about. Somebody was trying to compare. He says, "Why are we having that same level of success that Billy Graham did?" Mm-hmm. And he said, "Well, you, you, you have to understand the context. There are people that were very, like, uh, that were very culturally Christian. They did grow up going to Sunday school. And they understood a little bit. So it was already soil that was primed for if if somebody came to quote unquote have a revival." If you have people that it was it was easier for them to access to access that church language right as opposed to now not many people go to church right not many but we're talking about in in general and this is in particularly in the united states of america not many people are going to church and not many people are culturally christian right and so it's a different time different context different um, ways of doing evangelism or even preaching or whatever. But one thing that I found, like, I just felt he was, uh, I felt like he was telling me that it was, that I wasn't crazy for thinking what I, what I thought. It, it was this notion of how about we live the thing that we say we believe, right? Mm-hmm. And by doing so, <laughs> By living the way that you say you 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 believe, others might see you and say, "Well, that's kind of you know interesting. You know, I I want to know more about that." Instead of creating judgments and do this and that and that upon people, because first of all, that's not what we're called to do in a way. And if and anyone doesn't believe me, they should read Romans when Paul talks about this a lot, especially in the first chapters, two, chapter one, chapter two, chapter three, all the way to eight talking about all of this you know and so this is why i said we need to um, i can re- recommend this to in particular pastors right And it doesn't matter what what uh denominational background or heritage one comes from this is a podcast that can help you know kind of clear up some of uh, the theology and and or it might affirm some of the theologies that you believe in already so yeah um, and i'm not saying that anti right is the end all be all in, in scripture but you know you, you don't get especially when it comes to biblical research and especially in the new testament but not just even biblical but historically from that period right. you don't get better anti right
1: I, I would say too that as i watched or as i listened to it he never tried to get into which denomination has it right or wrong he made comments about in particularly he made some interesting comments about American churches um, and that it would be interesting to see how churches other places handled you know different things but um, you know, some, some things that were sort of specific to American churches or denominations that are in America and but he never was you um, like negative speaking negatively about that it was almost like oh this is how this teaching came about you know and and this is why this has kind of continued um without passing judgment on it it was just an explanation you know like oh this is where this happened and this is why i think this or that or whatever um in a very kind and generous way, not in the way of, oh, these people have it all wrong, and, right. you know, I want you to listen to them, and please come over and be part of this, and it wasn't any, it wasn't, he wasn't evangelizing, he right. was just answering questions, yeah uh, and I think that's part of why he probably has a pretty, I would imagine there's a lot of questions on his website. Yeah, yeah. People. yeah.
0: Okay, well, go check that out. Um, Ask NT Write Anything uh, podcast, and they it's a wonderful resource for anybody who is interested in um, what Christians believe or what Christianity is about. Or especially if you get into New Testament study and and, and all of that, um, or if you just want to find something to listen to. <laughs> so on that note,
1: right? We found out he's a bit of a musician.
0: Oh yes, that's true. That's true. (laughs) He is, and you can listen to his music too. (laughs) Yeah. So, and on that note, we'll see you next time. This is the Unorthodox Podcast. And what are we looking forward to next time?
1: So next time we are going to talk about Jesus at two a.m. A humorous, intelligent look at the Bible, church history, and life of faith.
0: Who knew that could be humor? (laughs) Till next time, bye.
1: See ya.